Today on the Movement of Color podcast, we're going full white nationalist. Well, not really, but we'll be talking about it in the context of the attack in New Zealand and John motherfucking Wayne. My name is Brandon Peyton Carrillo, and you know what? We have a lot to cover today, so without further ado, I really think we should get started. About uh, now. Byron, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm well, but I'm just tired of hearing about all these white supremacists shooting up motherfuckers. Yes. Uh, they're like literally like the this is. We're recording the day after um, the Christchurch shooting in New Zealand. That I think, I, I, what was it like, forty nine dead? I think the last the last I saw. Yes, and that and that number may rise in the coming days as well. Yeah, there there's a significant number of people still in critical condition. So you know, that's a part of the country, or I should say, a part of the world that I. No limited amount. Why? Why New Zealand? Why is it happening in Oceania? This fucking white supremacist bullshit. Well, New New Zealand has a very particular history. Like whenever people think of that corner of the world, um, in terms of like white places, um, they usually think of Australia. And Australia is like basically the United States, but they have a different accent. Um, they also had a very much a white colonial like white like settler colonial project where they went in and like uh, basically committed genocide against the indigenous peoples um you know and and all that like guns guns are a very big part of their culture um only until very recently um and but like new zealand was kind of like the weird redhead like it was, new zealand's kind of like australia's canada <laughs> um in that like they pretend to be woke um, they, they pretend that they don't have the same problems, but like if you look deeper into the history, they again like Canada. When it comes to terms of the United States, they also have their own share of problems. Um, one big thing that like New Zealand likes to tout is like, oh, one of the reasons why we didn't want to join with Australia is because we wanted to protect the Maori population because we didn't uh, want them to get genocided like uh, the Australians did with the Aboriginals. And while that is somewhat true, the they kind of portray this as some kind of like, oh, we're like, you know, our, our ancestors were, were, were the only woke white people in probably the entire world. Uh, no, they the actual reality was is that like New Zealanders thought that the Maori, who were the indigenous population of New Zealand, um, that they were like a higher tier of indigenous people than the aboriginals um, and thus did not deserve the same treatment of enslavement and active genocide um, as the aboriginals. Um, so that's like, that, that's the, the, a little tidbit of weird white supremacist history of Australia, of, uh, New Zealand. Um, but in terms of this specific incident, um, this is really a matter of 
the fact that like the internet exists and that it's everywhere. Um, and there are white people who have settled everywhere and they generally see the same kind of, you know, fear of Muslims, of black and brown people, um, basically any, anything they see as treading on, you know, uh, white uh, Western civilization or whatever the fuck, whatever dog whistle they want to use. So this whole white supremacist, alt-right, nationalist, it's really a global movement. It, it really is, mainly specifically because of the, the mainly through the facilitation of the internet um, and just the the kind of and like 4chan, like all the chans, fucking PewDiePie, who we're gonna get into later, um, like uh, all these like media, like social media stars who peddle in kind of alt lights, you know, faux, um, you know, concern trolling bullshit, um, who and make money off of it. Um, like it, there's. There is a lot of layers to how we got to this moment in in New Zealand. So yeah, let's let's peel back some of those layers of that onion, that smelly ass, stinky fucking onion that is white supremacist and its movement in the global world right now. Um. So this cat has shot up. A mosque went in there and just killed innocent. Two, two separate mosques. Two separate mosques, and in he released a manifesto, didn't he? Yeah, it's like it's. Um, I don't know if it was as long as the Anders Breivik one, the guy, the guy from Norway, uh, but it was I think like around a little less than ninety pages. Um, and if you end up and if you read it, it's like the same shit that like Anders Breivik does. Um, you know, all these brown people are coming, all these Muslims, they're not Christian, they're not white, um, they're, they're, kind of, they're defiling us, they're corrupting our society, um, the usual white supremacist stuff, but, like, the thing that, like, he was really hung up about is, like, the, like, the, the, the real big, like, oh, shit, okay, um, like, moments, if you read it, is, like, the fact that he specifically, um, cites Anders Breivik, um, who murdered all those, uh, Social Democratic Party um, like teenagers uh, a few years ago, um, and he physically points out Donald Trump um, as like he's our guy. He's I, I, he has the same vision as us. He's he's one of us, you know. Like that's um, and that's like the whole thing that like people are out getting up in in arms about here in the U.S. Yeah, but so the Trump connection. Yeah, I. I heard bits and pieces of this whole manifesto. So he singles out Trump. I know he has something about the language of the second amendment. Uh, where the fuck is all that coming from? Um, you know, the, it's, it's the same usual shit about like how whites need to defend themselves. Um, this whole very much a crusader mentality. Like have you ever been on like alt, on like any alt-right spaces, they they fucking love Crusader shit. Um, they all they, they all imagine they're like knights um, in, the, in the, like the first Crusader, terms of being called by God or to defend civilization um, with like zero historical context. Um, it's it's a I mean it's I mean the, the, the really the personally the only thing I'm shocked by is not the actual content but like the body count. Um, this is one of the more deadly attacks that have been made, but. The actual structure, like the, the the shit that you see from um the person who we're not gonna name, um, 
it's the same shit that all the other ones have basically said. They're just on repeat. It's like because they don't create anything new. You just repeat the same shit over and over again. But this time broadcast on Facebook Live. Yes, this was broadcast on Facebook Live. Um, and this is where we start getting into the actual social media aspect where um, just how influenced a lot of the old, I would say the most of the alt right people um, are today. Um, these, you know, the alt right targets, you know, white, you know, downwardly mobile middle class uh, males who feel like the world has left them behind and um, have been taught by general society that, you know, we're white, we're middle class. Like, why the fuck are we rule the world? Why don't I have a girlfriend? Why don't I have um, a good job? Why don't I have all this? fucking shit that was promised of me um if i towed the line i'm towing the line nothing's happening what the fuck um so they basically like you know the so they go towards the far right um and if you know anything about this demographic they're very online everyone's online um so so like they see all these memes on you know facebook and then they start going into uh, into the chants and next thing you know they're on daily stormer um or the daily showa and like they just get very slowly like just mired in uh, alt right kind of culture, um, and even now like uh, if you want now we can actually talk about the whole PewDiePie connection. Um, right in the stream, right before he started shooting, he yelled "Subscribe to PewDiePie," which is like this. Which for those of you who don't know that reference, PewDiePie is a one of the most like one of the most popular YouTubers, uh, YouTube gamers um, in the world. And he has done some kind of like really fucked up racist shit, like you know, getting like paying some like poor African dudes to like uh, to like say something shocking, and like that shocking thing was like kill all Jews or something of that effect. He was like, oh wow, these are so shocking. Um, you know, he kept you know constantly saying the N word, like some ra- like racial slurs while gaming. Um, that's where the whole heated gaming moment uh, meme kind of came from. And like white supremacists and white nationalists and fascists in general have seen this as like, oh, he's one of us. Like he's this is his way of saying, you know, I'm I'm one of you. I, I'm on your side. Uh, and they've like basically come to his support. And like whenever he needs help or anything, they're some of the biggest supporters of like whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. Um, so like there, recently there was a time when um, a some like Chinese company was on track to become the, the new number one in terms of subscriber count on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And like, if you went to 4chan around that time, like everyone on slash poll, which is where, you know, the, all the all right people are, are like, okay, we need to get everyone to subscribe to PewDiePie. Like subscribe to PewDiePie was like the big motto. And this eventually transferred, uh, it became part of the culture to where the U the UK independence party four fucking days ago tweeted out, subscribe to PewDiePie kind of parroting this kind of very much a dog whistle of like we are white supremacists you can trust us um and this just naturally ended up with this guy shouting it before um he started shooting uh, now you have all these fucking people um you know like you know people who are like totally fucking alt-right people who are just kind of sock puppeting um and but also a lot of like the other like big youtubers saying like this you know pewdiepie has nothing to do with this he needs to do no real introspection onto why he may have such a like a widespread uh, purchase in the white supremacist like fascist community um everyone's like oh no, this is totally what he the, this this guy wanted he just wants the extra attention um so like basically like 
having basically putting um, zero accountability onto PewDiePie himself for fostering this kind of shit. Um, so that's that. That's that special hell. So there's that layer of of the social media angle. Holy shit, Byron! So like, I knew people online gamed and did that shit, but I didn't know how deep it went into white supremacy. This PewDiePie guy, and how it corresponded with the UK Independence Party. Yeah, no, it, yeah, no. That 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 UK par- uh, tweet was like again four days ago, and it's like. I have never seen a tweet age so badly so fast. <laughs> Damn. So we covered obviously the weird internet memeiness of this whole tragedy, this terrorist attack. Um, one thing I thought was really interesting that the prime minister of New Zealand straight up called it a terrorist attack, never kind of waffled on the idea of that. Oh, this guy has mental illness, which they always fucking go towards. Every fucking white supremacist who killed anybody, they must have been mentally ill. Thoughts? So, currently New Zealand has one of the kind of less terrible prime ministers of the world. Um, she's, if I remember correctly, she's like part of the social democratic, the kind of the, the nominally social democratic party um, over there. Um, whether or not it actually is social democratic um, you, you would have to consult with the expert in New Zealand politics, uh, but it's not a traditional conservative party. Um, and then there's also the fact that, like, kind of, again, like, because they are, like, they're Australia's version of Canada, um, they do have a reputation to uphold. So, like, but, but yes, this is actually one of the few moments where, like, a head of state or anyone really in, a, in any position of authority, of state authority, has just called it for what it is. This is a white supremacist, this is a, a white supremacist terrorist attack. Um with no fucking hold bars. Um, not, again, nothing about fucking mental illness. Nothing about like, oh, this is a, a you know a lone like some kind of weird low wolf attack. It's like, yeah, no, this is fucking, this is like this is like something that came from a fucking death cult of an ideology. Um, and again, fascism is a fucking death cult. Um, so, no, that that really was kind of the more surprising bits about of like of this because the. You know, she didn't stick to the script that's expected in these moments, um, possibly because of the sheer number of dead. Uh, maybe if it was like, oh, like a small handful died, um, maybe she wouldn't because there would be enough as much public pressure to like call it what it is. Mm-hmm. But I'm, but that's kind of trying to look into her brain and that's very difficult to do. Uh, but it's yeah, again, this is one of those times where like the, the script like, – you know, reality does not stick to the script that usually happens during these moments. That really was like surprising to everybody. And uh, a little, I guess, nugget of information about her. So the prime minister of New Zealand is named uh, Jacinda Ardern. And if I remember correctly, um, she has some ties, very loose ties to um, the young Democrats, democratic socialists of America. So, Somehow, she rubbed elbows with YDS um, back in the day. Um, so, any last takeaways from this event? One that I really, that I find kind of weird and like really obscure, is um, the guy's gun um, has like a bunch of names on it that seem like they're like look Slavic, um, and people actually looked into it. Like, there are a bunch of like. 
um, names of all these like Serbian nationalist heroes of the past. Um, so it's like you know this one guy who like grows up against the Ottomans like the 1300s. Um, it's like basically like a lot of people um, who be a, a lot of Serbian shit. I don't I don't know if this guy is Serbian or has some Serbian ancestry or he's just like really into like Serbian nationalism and like wants to kill all the Bosniaks and Turks. But um, that's a really weird like just side thing that people have noted and it's just really specific. Um, another thing is he also included a bunch in his manifesto like a bunch of people he wants dead. Um, you know, it's like the usual shit like Angela Merkel, um, like all these like you know, what people imagine as like left wing cultural Marxist um, <laughs> prime ministers and presidents and heads of state and stuff. But one of them's like is uh, Erdogan from Turkey, hmm. which I mean, which I think kind of makes sense in the mind of a fucking like Islamophobic white supremacist um, because like he's he is like essentially like very much a traditionalist, like kind of Islamist. Um, like moderate Islamist uh, dictator of, of Turkey, well, becoming dictator of Turkey. Um, and it does make sense with the whole Serbian nationalism thing uh, because like uh, his – like a lot of people call Erdogan a neo – like a neo-Ottoman mm. where he wants to like kind of basically pull a, a neo-colonialism on the Balkans and the Middle East. Uh, so like that's another really weird obscure connection that like unless you take a full look at the picture – just seems weird and out of place. Yeah, it is kind of weird and out of place, but thanks for connecting the dots on that. And um, I imagine we'll probably revisit this tragedy in New Zealand again. Thank you, Byron. You're welcome. John Wayne. Fuck John Wayne. <laughs> uh, John Wayne is canceled, folks. <laughs> no more John Wayne. True Grit was a good movie, but you know what? They remade that shit for a reason. So you never have to watch fucking John Wayne ever again. Yes. We, we, we have moved beyond John Wayne. Yes. And so apparently has the Santa Ana Airport in California. Yeah, no, yeah. So we have the uh, okay. I, this is one where I'm very not proud of my city. <laughs> so we have the John Wayne Airport, airport which is in Santa Ana, like just around the border of like Santa Ana, like uh, Irvine, I think. And then we also have uh, the <laughs> we also have the Nixon Library. No, that's not Santa Ana, but it's still Orange County. We have the Nixon Library in Orange County. And lastly, to complete the trifecta, we have the John, the the Ron, Ronald Reagan uh, Federal Building uh, in in downtown Santa Ana, uh, like a block like a block away from the ice uh, from the ice offices, also in downtown Santa Ana. 
So that's, uh, that's you know, uh, I'm not very proud <laughs> of it. And, and when the revolution comes, we'll definitely burn those places to the ground or, you know, repurpose them for something better. Yes. That has definitely been a hot bit of conservatism in California, the Orange County. Um, yeah. But why John Wayne? Because John Wayne, uh, as the as the the dope band uh, Million Dead Cops uh, called him, uh, John Wayne was a fucking Nazi. <laughs> uh, he may not have been a member of the Nazi Party, but sure had all the fucking ideology. Yeah, I've been reading a lot of. Um, recent quotes by John Wayne and like there's like a Playboy article in like 1971 where he's just out and out being fucking racist and sexist and he really doesn't like the Indians yeah no he fucking hated the indigenous people um he hated gay people um he was like I mean I'm pretty sure he was like a secret member of the John Birch Society and was like and like like who? Oh, for, the, for those of you who don't know, the John Birch Society was like the '70s and '60s version of QAnon today. <laughs> like all conspiracy theory, fucking super hyper reactionary, fucking assholes. Um, actually, you know what? I, I I think he actually was a, a member of the John Birch Society. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think it was an actual fucking member. <laughs> so yeah, so it was. He was a terrible fucking human being. Terrible. So here is um, one of my favorite John Wayne quotes about uh, the genocide of the Native Americans where he felt like the Native Americans selfishly tried to keep their land. Here we go. I don't feel we did wrong in taking this great country away from them, if that's what you're asking. So our so-called stealing of this country from them was just a matter of survival. There were a great number of people who needed new land, and the Indians were selfishly trying to keep it for themselves. Yes. How how dare the indigenous people uh, not like the fact that there's a bunch of white people coming in here with guns saying, give me or we will kill you all, and then killing them anyway. Yeah. And yeah how, a, how dare they? How dare they? How fucking dare they? And there's a reason why this guy has never played a Native American in a fucking movie. Yeah, no, because he wanted to fucking kill them. Yeah. Piece of shit. Uh, so, like, um, the reason we're talking about this is because, uh, because the the very famous uh, the inter- like 1971 Playboy interview that uh, we you know just kind of referenced through that quote um, has finally resurfaced, um, and now all the white people know about John Wayne, um, and they can't fucking put that. You know, gene, uh, they, they can't put the, the genie back in the bottle on that one. No, not at all. And, oh, here's a fun one um, where he was asked about um, Angela Davis. So here's Playboy, the interviewer saying, Angela Davis, a communist professor in the San Francisco Bay Area, claims that those who rev- would revoke her teaching credentials on ideological grounds are actually discriminating against her because she's black. Do you think that is true? And this is what John motherfucking Wayne said. With a lot of blacks, there's quite a bit of resentment along with their descent, and possibly rightfully so. But 
We can't all of a sudden get down on our knees and turn everything over to the leadership of the blacks. I believe in white supremacy until the blacks are educated to the point of responsibility. I don't believe in giving authority and positions of leadership and judgment to irresponsible people. Yeah, that's Meyer and fucking ideology. Prompt with, with the problem one being the whole white man's burn thing. Like, oh, you know, they're not responsible enough. Like, basically infantilizing people of color, um, and then saying like, oh no, they're not responsible enough. We need to take care of them until they're until they are responsible enough. And oh, by coincidence, it's the white people saying it's it's the white people who get to decide when they're responsible enough, uh, which is never. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And the funny thing was, I watched a CNN clip, which occasionally I'll tune into CNN even though, you know, they're bullshit, but a little bit more tolerable than Fox News. But they interviewed Ethan Wayne, John Wayne's son. And it was hilarious because the interviewer just read John Wayne quotes. He said, can't you explain that away? And this dude, he's like, uh, and verbally, he tried every way to make his dad seem not like a Nazi, but actually be honest. But in the back of his mind, it's like, why am I defending my racist ass dad on this shit? Oh, because we want money and we want to maintain our clout. But. Why do I have to do this? It was so painful. It was like one of the most painful fucking interviews I've ever seen. Just that, that silence, you know, where people just go quiet. And you just wait for someone to give their answer. I'm waiting for you. It was so awkward. Google that shit. Yeah, so, like, John Wayne, again, this is something that, like, people of color have just known for, like, a while. Um, it's, you know, but it's the fact that it's only becoming prominent now because, again, like like I mentioned before, because, like, white people rediscovered it um, after burying it for a long time because they like John Wayne because, you know, they like the action movies, I guess. They like cowboy movies. Um, and it, it's... It's be creating a lot of trouble because this guy, this person who is like a very large Hollywood icon, and he has fucking airport named uh, an airport named after him in fucking Orange County. Um, it's it's difficult for them to grasp, like to like kind of get rid of this very much you know cognitive dissonance of like, oh, this guy is a good, you know, you know, now he wasn't really a good actor, but in their minds he was. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know this this actor who was very big and famous, and does all these big important movies, um, and also be a fucking like hyper reactionary, um, even by the standards of of 1971 when this interview was famous interview was conducted, um, and like white people don't know how to fucking deal with it. I mean, just I mean, you just look at the look at it, look at um, John Wayne's son, where like you mentioned, he just kind of like did his like tried his best to fucking defend him and his shitty beliefs. Um, because, you know, fucking, the dude's get, has a fucking financial and social, like, reason to maintain John Wade's prominence. Um, 
you know, his likeness um, and like all the residuals fucking go to his family and like that all those residuals would dry up if like people were like, oh, yeah, John Wayne was a fucking asshole. Like, fuck him. Like, and just leave him in the dustbin of history. Like, all that money will dry up. So, yeah, it, it's it, it's a fucking like a problem on so many levels. So many levels. And so do you think they'll actually remove his name in the fucking statue or are they just, you know, paying lip service to this once it's, it's, you know, it's surfaced and then he'll always be John Wayne international airport or whatever. I, because I live in orange County, I know how like the South, the Southern orange County people like think, um, I doubt it. Um, a lot of those people fucking probably were also members of the John Birch Society <laughs> and were like, yes, like the only, the only time I ever disagreed with John Wayne was the fact that he supported uh, giving the Panama Canal back to the Panamanians. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the one split they ever had. Like, but like they agree on fucking everything else. Um, so like I, I, I fucking doubt it. Like the, the border supervisors who um, who control the airport are like all fucking Republicans. Um and like, or, or, or they're white, or they're like um, Asians who have basically assimilated for the most part um, into whiteness. Um, it's fucking yeah, it's not gonna happen. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, folks. I'm I'm giving you the fucking reality. Uh, you're hearing it from me. From me, who's on the fucking ground, it ain't happening. Like they're just gonna fucking wait until this dies down and then move on with their lives. All right, it's official. It ain't happening. I'm, I'm calling it. I'm calling it. Calling it. Obviously, there'll be some follow-up on this. Um, thank you, Byron. You're welcome. Sadly, you're welcome. Yeah. Fuck John Wayne. Fuck John Wayne. <laughs> He was a fucking Nazi. But you know what? I'm tired of talking about Nazis. I'm tired of talking about white supremacists. I want to talk about something that unites all of us. And um, for many of you that are listening to this podcast, it is this podcast. It is the Movement of Color podcast. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter at movement underscore color and support us on Patreon at patreon.com backslash the movement of color. So I had a great time with you folks. Come back again. Um, subscribe to us on wherever you listen to podcasts at. And um, my name is Brandon Payton Carrillo, and I look forward to speaking with you soon. Adios. Adios.